this is this is the good show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cody Show. Let me take the opportunity, um, as this is our first uh, show for the year, to say Happy New Year to all the listeners around the world and all the best. Today, we will talk about a subject important to all of us, taxes, more precisely, income tax. How does the tax system work? What form do I fill out if I am doing my tax return? Those are among the questions we will be discussing today with our guests. He is a real estate investor, a tax professional with his own tax business called Group 41 Tax, assisting the community. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please help me welcome Claude Schubert from Massachusetts. Hello, Claude. Welcome to the show. Glad you can join us today. Uh, great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, and also, uh, I would like to wish everybody a happy new year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been a difficult, uh, last year was a difficult year. Yep. And um, I, I trust that everybody is staying safe and well outside. So, um, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm very honored to be here today with you guys to, uh, to talk about something that I'm, that, 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 that I really care about. This taxation. Right. Uh, again, my name my name is Schubert Claude, and uh, I've uh, I've been doing taxes for 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 the past fourteen years, and so I have my own company, which is Forty One Tax. Right. Uh, I I was going to ask you about that, Schubert. Yeah. You're a little ahead of me here. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, well, so yeah. I wanted to start with um, you know just to introduce yourself, just like you were about to do it. Um, so I know you have your own um, business, uh, Group Forty One Tax, um, and um, now the question for you: So how did you end up um, doing that business, uh, create your own company, and doing taxes and assisting the community? Tell us a little bit more about your journey. Yeah, so this is this is very interesting. So this is something that started back in back in college. Yep. Um, so before I graduated in college, so I needed one more class to take. So there's this one more class before graduation, yeah. and it was gonna be in the summertime. An elective. And then I was I, I was trying to find a class to take, and then I saw something called federal taxation. Nice. I'm like, hmm, interesting. Let me just take this this take this class. So I took that federal taxation class, and then ever since, really, so I've been I've been really interested you know, in, in how taxation works. So ever since I took that class, you know, and, and I, and I think right after I was done with that class, so I knew right then and there, this is something that I'm going to want to do. This is a field where I'm going, I'm definitely going into, uh, although I had a finance, you know, uh, I was a finance major, uh, a fi- a finance and management info information system major in college, but that one last, last class I took federal taxation, Really steer me to the to to the taxation world, lovely in a sense. Right, very nice story, huh? Very mm-hmm. interesting. Just with the class and everything started, right? Exactly, exactly. All right. So, um, beside um, uh, the taxes you're offering at, at your business, um, any other services? Um? Yes. So I'm 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 also a licensed real estate broker. So I have my own brokerage. Uh, Located in in Boston, Mass. So that that is the main office in Boston, Mass. 
which is where also the uh, tax office is. But we also we also uh, have an office in uh, in Lynn and also in Malden, where hey, sometimes you have clients clients on the North Shore that can't really drive all the way to Boston, so we go wherever the client is. You know, so that's uh, uh, pretty much every day you, you will find me in Boston at the Boston office. But right. during tax season, really, so I'm 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 going I'm going to be all over the place. Excellent, excellent. Um, I'm I'm glad you um you you know you have other um. Um, you're all a real estate investor too, so that's one of the subjects we're gonna talk about soon. Yep. Uh, not in this episode, but we'll focus today on the taxes. All right, yep. so let's start uh, with some basics here. Um, so we will mainly focus on um, income tax because the tax mm -hmm. um, is uh, tax in general is so big, so you know it's so vast, so we can't you know we can't touch all of them. But most importantly, it's gonna be income tax. So. Uh, what is the income tax, and how does the income tax system works? Can you explain us a little bit? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, like you just stated, you know, there there are different type of uh, taxes, and one one of them is, is is income tax. So, income tax is really another type of tax that that the government imposes on, on on businesses, on on, on individuals. Uh, uh, if we because we are, we are living in the United States, so really really in the United States. So that that is just the type of tax that the government imposes on your income. So, and 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 really, so we know. Uh, I think most people have a basic idea of what the government do with your taxes. You know, the taxes money they collected, and that's how they fund their budget. That's how they fund all the different government obligations, uh, government employees, and everything like that. So that that's really what you know. Many of the things that the government do with your tax with your tax money. So, I think one other thing. Uh, one other thing that's really important uh, that I think most people don't understand is that how do you go, because most people really, they, they, they have a job. You really go to a job. Most people doesn't really own a business, but people have a job. And then you start working out a job, you get paid uh, every every week, every two weeks you get paid. And then next year, starting January, you got to file an income tax. But how, how does right. that process work? How do you go from working out your job for the whole year so uh, like we just did for 2020 to filing your taxes in 2021 for the 2020 taxes so it, it really started from everything starts from the day that first your first full working day at your company if most people uh if not all people once you that first day when you start working there's a bunch of paper you need to fill out so one of the form that your job is going to give you the hr department it's called a w it's called a W-4. So the W-4, and then you have that form, and most people have no idea what are they doing. They just give you a form and say, you go and fill that out. Fill it out. So, <laughs> yes, you go and fill that. But most people have, been, have no idea what is the W-4 used for, what impact is going to be. What, is, is, that, is that have any impact whatsoever on your tax return? Right. Don't know. But, they give you a form and you fill it out. Most of the time... So, um, I usually see um, people paying attention to the d dependent part. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so really, that so that's why people people are getting. So once you when you get the W four, so they ask you for basic information: your name, your uh, uh, address, so your security number, uh, and marital status. You got all that information there. But what that is, you know, really, just what what your employer is asking really in this form is really how you're going to be filing your tax return. 
to really, if you start your job in January or whenever, whenever you start your job, and then you give that, your employer give you that form. So the employer is asking you, when you go to file your return next year, how exactly are you going to be filing your return? Because what they need to know is that every time you get paid, how much taxes should be withheld from your paycheck every time you get paid? So meaning is that, so what is, what is it? So when they're asking you for dependents, so really, if, you, if when you go file your return, you don't have two dependents, then when you're filing the W-4, you shouldn't really be putting down that you have two dependents, you know? Because now when you, when you so what's going to happen in that case is that so really what you're telling them is how much taxes we tell on you. So meaning the more dependent you put on your W-4, so what that is, is that the less taxes are going to be withheld from you every time you get paid. So this is, and then now when you when you go file your return now, so now that, that's when everything needs to be balanced out. So right. really the, the, the process is, is that for all year, so your employee is saying that so every time you get paid, so they know how much money how much money you get paid. So every time you get paid, they're going to withdraw some taxes on you. And then when you added everything and back up at the end of the year, so this is the total taxes that they will sell on you. But they need to know how exactly you're going to be filing your return. And that, that's what they're asking you. They're asking you to provide that information in order for them to know what exactly your tax bill is going to be at the end of the year. So usually what I tell most people, most of my clients is that really when you file your return, like every time you file your return, it should be like a zero. So meaning that you're not, gonna, you're not getting any refund and you don't owe the IRS anything. What that means is that so the taxes that you pay to the government is exactly what you were supposed to pay. You need you need to pay much more than you were supposed to pay, or not less than you were supposed to pay. You paid exactly what it is. But some people yeah. they like to have you know a big chunk of money returned to them you know at the end um, at the beginning of the year. You know it's a great way to start the year. You know if you have to take yep. care of some bills. Yep. Or you yep. have a project uh, in place, and that money—that's what they use it for. Exactly, and, and 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 really, and I do understand that some people use that as their own savings account. You know, some people say that, right. you know, this is how I save money. You know, but really, what is it when you're getting a big refund? I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not black and white. But really, when you're getting a, a big refund at the end of the year, what it what it was is that you pay more taxes to the IRS than you were supposed to be. So meaning that. For a whole year, you were giving your you were giving the government your money to withhold for you for the whole year, and they're not paying you any interest on that money. Yeah. So yeah, the government that's... is keeping your money for a whole year, not paying you any interest, and then when you file your return, they give it back to you. You know. So so that that's really that's really sometimes the way I try to explain it to people. Yeah. You know, really, it's not. I mean, it, it's not it's not really the government giving you money. You know, really, in a sense, so it's really your own money that you're getting back. Right. You know? That's that's one so, of the myths we we hear outside in the community. You know, um, uh, return um, filing your taxes. It's like the government is giving you free money. I'm glad you yeah. you, you you know you're straightening the record out here today for the uh, for the listeners. So this is not um, free money. It's it's your own tax um, that you actually overpay. Is that correct? So it's your, I mean, it's your own money. So I, I know there, there are some stuff that I think we're going to be talking about later on, and then we can accentuate on that. But really, what it is is that I try to tell people all the time is, yeah, it's just it's still your own money. The government is not really giving you extra money. It's like you pay too much in taxes, and the government is returning is returning that money. All right. All so right. that's why that's why you got to pay attention to when you're filing that W four form. 
So really what it is is that, so if you if you know that you're going to file with no dependent, then don't say, because what happens is that the more dependents you put on your return, what's going to happen is that every time you get paid, the you, your job is going to withstand less money on you. Every time you get paid, they're going to withstand less money and less money on you every time you get paid. So you get you get most of your money up front. So now when you file your return, you don't put any dependent on your return. So that means you're going to have a higher tax bill because you were saying to your job that you have a dependent, but when you file your return, you don't put that dependent. Or vice versa, you know, if you say to your job, hey, no, I don't have a depend- any dependent, it's just me. So what's going to happen? Every time you get paid, you're going to see more taxes you sell on you every time you get paid. You're going to have less money coming into you. So now when you file your return, if you put your dependents now, so what happened was that, you know, the government would sell too much money from you because you said you didn't have any dependents. So now when you file your tax, your tax return, so you're going to be getting that money back because you paid way more than what you were supposed to pay. Right, right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Thanks for the tips, though. Is it is it better? I mean, are you saying it's better to put more dependent now so we can get all the money back or um, just wait the end of the year? Yeah, so really what I what I what I try so I I gave my client the option. It's really what exactly are you most comfortable with? You know? So people want to have most people want to have that big refund come back, you know. Like I said, so most people cannot do cannot save money during you know, they don't have a savings, you know, they don't have a savings account. So really they use that as their own savings. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so that's why so I'm like I give them the option. I'm like, what exactly do you want? Do you want when you file your return to get most of your refund to get a big refund, or do you don't care about getting a big refund? You you want most of your money during the year, and then when you file your taxes, it's like you either not getting anything at all, or you you owe you owe money back. And and I think you have those two types of people there. You know, our client doesn't know when I file my refund, when I file my taxes, I need a big refund. Some other people said, nope, I don't want a big refund. So I just want you know, I just I just want to pay what exactly I'm supposed to pay, and which is the which is how I, for me, you know, really supposed to be. I yeah. do it is that during during the year, I just want my money during the year. You know, I don't want right. to have the IRS hold my money for me and not even pay me interest on my money. I want my money. I, I, I don't want right? to pay more taxes than I'm supposed to pay. All right. So, um, all right. Thanks for the info, though. Um, now the the second question I had for you. So, um, when can we we can officially start um, filing your tax return. Yes, so this year it's very late. So this year, I mean, technically, I mean, right now you can, if you have your W-2, mm-hmm. if you have all your information, you can file your tax return right now, you know. You can file your tax return as, as, as long as you, you get your information. The only thing is the IRS isn't accepting it. So that, 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 that's the thing. So the IRS is not yet open to accept tax returns. Usually, usually every year it, it's around the third week in January oh, that okay. the IRS is open to start accepting tax returns. But this year it's February 12. So meaning, if you were to file your return right now, nothing's gonna happen to it until February 12. You know, so yeah, you can still fill it out, but they're not processing it. Yeah, you you can still fill out your tax return if you have all your information. You can still get everything done, but it's not gonna it's not gonna get processed by the IRS until February twelfth. So right. meaning that if you're getting a refund, usually it takes about twenty days when the IRS receives your return to get your refund. 
So really, this year, the first refund is really going to be out late February, early March. You know, that's when people start going to be getting refunds from the IRS. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Now, um, Claude, um, uh, you know, tax return, um, it's it's a big thing for everybody. You know, uh, for some, mm -hmm. it's it's our favorite time of the year if you are getting any tax refund. While for yep. others, it can be a nightmare um uh, if you are if you have to pay IRS uh, back any money you know mm -hmm. so uh it's it's i don't know we 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 have to work on that but there is a way apparently you know based on your tax bracket um you can get some tax break um can you tell us a little bit about that um what is exactly is a tax bracket first of all yeah so so tax bracket is really your tax rate, so meaning how much taxes you're going to pay. So the way the IRS comes in, because if you when you are uh, when you're working, you're getting paid. So that money is not like the let's say if you work, you made forty thousand dollars a year. So you get a W two, and you say you made forty thousand dollars during the year. So the IRS is not going to tax you on the whole forty thousand. So the IRS, I mean, there there are ways for the I mean for everybody to come up with what they call your taxable income. So meaning the income they're gonna tax you on. So really, so you're probably making forty thousand dollars during the year, and really your taxable income is twenty thousand, you know, or your taxable income is only ten thousand dollars. So right. really, that's that's the amount of money where the IRS is gonna tax you on. So now they have what they call the tax bracket for 2020. So we have a you have the tax bracket for 2020, the tax rate for 2020. So you got ten percent, twelve percent, twenty-two percent, twenty-four percent. 32%, 35 and 37. So there there are there are there are seven tax rates, you know, really for, for 2020. And really so it's all gonna depend on your on your taxable income. So for example, if your taxable income is between zero and nine thousand eight hundred and seventy five dollars, your tax rate is ten percent. So meaning that if you if, if if you made let's say for example, when you get your W two, you made forty thousand dollars. And then when you when we count everything, we find out yep, your taxable income is nine thousand dollars. So meaning what your tax rate is ten percent. So nine thousand dollars or what you what you owe gonna be nine hundred dollars. Not not really what you owe, but that that that's what your tax is. That that that's what your tax your tax your tax is. This is what the IRS says that for the based year. on the income you made, this is what your tax is for the year, nine hundred dollars. So now there are ways, so now what we're gonna come out to be so you know like when you're working is that Every time you get paid, the IRS is, with, I mean, your employer is withholding taxes on you and remitting that to the IRS. So now that's, that's when you're going to come out, you're going to find out, oh, are you going to get a refund or do you owe the IRS? You know, that's what, they're going to come out with what your tax is. So in that example I just gave you, I just said your tax is $900. So now let's say when you look at your W-2 and then you see, oh, the federal government withheld $1,000 on me. So now... But the IRS saying that you owe 900, but the federal government will sell a thousand. So the IRS gonna say, okay, yep, yeah, you're gonna get a hundred dollar refund, and here's your here's your refund. So meaning that right. they're gonna say, yeah, you will sell more, we will sell more than what your tax is. So the difference is a refund to you. Right. Always go the same way. If if if, if from your job they only will sell eight hundred dollars, but your tax is nine hundred dollars. So now they're gonna tell you the IRS gonna say, oh, we are we selling enough money from you? You, you owe us hundred dollars. 
Now, yeah. when you say that the tax bracket ten percent, let's let's stay there for a minute. So, mm -hmm. um, I I heard to some people they don't file taxes um, if they make less mm -hmm. than nine thousand. Is that how it works? Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. So so it, so it all depends on yeah. So some people didn't know that. So because hey, if you work and you only make nine thousand dollars a year, or it could be more too, depending on your filing status, and then you know that when they're going to come up with your taxable income, so you're going to be below that $9,800. So, so that means you're not going to have any taxable income. So because there mm. are stuff that we're going to talk about before where you will understand that more clearly is that you're going to come to a point where you don't have a taxable income because when they have to come up with what your taxable income is, so everything going to be wiped out. So there's no taxes for you to be paid. So you don't owe any taxes. Okay. So that 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 just that just how that works. And, and and really and and really the rate that we talk the seven rates it's all based on your taxable income, not the income that you're making, not not what you know you're seeing on the W two, but they gotta come yeah. up with what your taxable income is, and that's how they figure out based on your taxable income. That's how you know what your rate is. So meaning that people making uh, people, I mean. There are people that can pay all the way up to 37%. So people can pay up right. to the highest tax rate people can pay is 30, 37 and the lowest is, is, uh, is 10%. Well, I heard uh, for the 37%, you have to make uh, your taxable income will be around 500K, right? $518,000 yep. yep. to be more precise. Taxable, your taxable income should be $518,000 something and over. So around that. So if you're making $518,000 and up, not making if your taxable income, so, so that, that's what you gotta, we, yeah, you gotta, yeah, right. Yeah, too. You can be making $500,000, but your taxable income is only 100000 you know. So right. if your taxable income is $518,000 and $401, uh, $1, I believe, so that's when you're gonna be paying that high, the highest rate of 37%. Right, right. Now, what, what, based on your experience, what, what is the average, um, um, you know, uh, people um, are, uh, what's tax bracket the average people are part of? It's, it's really a clientele. Uh, so I'm saying and my clientele, it's really around like 22%. 22%. So it, it's really, who do you, you know, uh, who, who's your clientele really? So that's when, the, that, that's why, I mean, on my end that I can say, what the national average is, I I'm not sure what the average is, okay. but I know for my for my clientele, it's really around twenty. So twenty two percent. That means your taxable income, if you are single, is between forty and eighty five thousand dollars, and exactly. if you are married, exactly. it's between eighty and one hundred seventy one thousand dollars. Yes. So right. so so yeah. So that uh, that's a great point uh, point for uh, that uh, I didn't make. So there there. There's filing status, you know, if you're single, if you if you if you're married, married filing twin, married filing separately, and also sometimes if you're not married but you have dependents, the it's what you call a head of household. So all of that take into consideration, you know, for us to get your taxable income. So yeah, so really so really uh, the one thing to remember there is just you know, there are seven weights, seven tax rates, right. and then if you know the tax rate and then you can have an idea what exactly your tax, you know, what exactly you should owe in tax depending on your income. You're going to get charged for it. Okay. All right. So another question that I had for you is, um, um, you know, what are the different um, income tax forms 
um, to file if you are like an individual or married, or if you have a business. Um, are the deadline the same, or do do they differ? It's uh, it's, it's different, uh, and all, and also it depends on what type of business. So really, if you uh, if you're an individual, your taxes are due on April 15th every year. If you're an individual, so that's when it's due. The business is going to depend on what type of business that you have. So meaning, if you're a sole provider, so you're running your business as yourself, so it's going to be the exact same time, April 15th. Right. That's when you that's when the business tax is done because it, it's just one tax return. But now, depending if you have a corporation, for example, if you have a corporation, the return is due in uh, on March uh, March 15th, so which is a, a month before. So uh, really, it depends on the type of business, and so that that's the best way to figure out, you know, really what when your taxes is done. So if you are a corporation, a partnership, everything is done, uh, it's due on March 15th, and then for an individual, your taxes due on April 15th. How about the forms we have to fill out um, uh, for a tax return? Ah, yes. Uh, you know, we, we have different type of forms. So if you are an, an individual, so there, there's what they call a 1040. So that, that's really what most people file. As an individual, that's what you're going to file. You're going to file a 1040. So it, right. doesn't, it doesn't matter of your filing status. So meaning that if, you, if you're married, single, head of household, it uh, doesn't matter if you're an individual, you will file what they call a 1040. So that, that that's what it is. Uh, for for businesses, for example, if you're a partnership, it's it's called a 1065. So that's a form like a partnership will file a 1065. So it doesn't matter if it's just a straight partnership or if you're an LLC that is being treated as a partnership, you file a 1065. If you are a corporation, so we have we have different type of a corporation. So you can be an, a C corporation. Or an S corporation. Yes, corporation yep. So, yep. So, if you're a C corporation, you file what they call an 1120. So that's that's the name of the form. Like most big corporations that that you know of, they file an 1120. But if you are an S corporation, you file an 1120S. So there's an S at the end. So it's called an 1120S. Yes. So and and that is the same too. If you are a straight C corporation or a straight S corporation, or if you're an LLC that is being treated for tax purposes as a C-Corp or an S-Corp. So that's what they call it. As a C-Corporation or an S-Corporation, you file an 1120. So it's, it's really, those are the most, you know, uh, common type of forms that most people uh, will use. Uh, again, so there's, there's a 1040 for an individual, a 1065 for a partnership, an 1120 for a C-Corporation or, or an 1120S for an S-Corporation. Got it. All right. So another question that I had for you was um, regarding um, uh, the tax break we just mentioned. Um, so can can you tell us um, that I heard people are losing a lot of money because they don't claim those taxes. Can you um, um, share with us a couple we can actually claim this year uh, when we are filing our taxes? Yes. So tax tax break are uh, very important. So this it's it's thing that uh, we should understand and know about. So really, what a break, what the tax break can do. So there, there, there are tax exemptions. So meaning is that is a, a specific type of income is not taxable at all. So that that's an exemption. And also we have a what we call a tax deduction and tax credit. 
So those are the type of tax breaks, you know, really that you can get. Again, so it can be an exemption, it can be a deduction, it can be a credit. So most people always talk about a deduction and a credit. So most people understand that and always talking about a deduction and a, and a credit. So really, what, what is the difference, really? So a deduction, what it is is that deduction, a deduction, so before we were talking about your taxable income, so what the deduction is, it just reduce your taxable income. So meaning that if, if somebody said you got a deduction for $1,000 and your taxable income before that was 10000 so now it reduces your taxable income to $9,000. It doesn't mean that you're going to be getting $1,000 back. That's not, that's not what it means. So some people, some people get that confused sometimes. You know? It doesn't mean you're going to be getting $1,000 back. It only means that it, 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 it's reducing your taxable income by $1,000. So in that example, for example, if your tax rate is 10%, so what that means is, is that it, 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 reduces, it reduces your tax bill by 100 bucks. That, that, that's really what that means, you know? So, so, that, so that's one other thing for people to understand. A credit on the other way, so that's a, that's a dollar for dollar transaction. So meaning if somebody said that you get a tax credit for a thousand dollars, so that means you're really getting a thousand dollars. So it's really getting you know, it's like the government giving you a thousand dollars. It's like for that, the, the tax credit for the kids. Yeah, that's the tax credit. Yeah, for example, we have the child tax credit. So which is which is two thousand dollars and then you can get up to six thousand dollars really for that. Or what most people sometimes get, I mean, if you're low income or depending on your income, it's what they call the earned income tax credit. The earned income tax credit is very, very important. It's, uh, it's one of the, big, uh, the biggest credit that you can really get. And if, yeah, if you qualify for it. And that's why sometimes oh, yeah. people... What uh, is it about? Uh, so, I mean, we'll talk, I mean, yeah, we'll talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk more about that later. But let's focus on the year on the uh, right. earned income tax credit. So really, the, what, what, the, what the earned income tax credit is, so really, if you have three or more children and then you qualify for it, you can get a total this year, you can get a total of $6,728. So meaning, what that is really, it's really three months, you know, really in a sense. So the government is saying that, hey, you have three or more kids to take care of, and based on your income, we're saying that you didn't make enough income, you know, you didn't make enough income. So you have to work. So that's what happened. That's why it's called earned income. So meaning if you don't have earned income, you're not going to qualify for it. So meaning let's say you, ne- you didn't work at all during the year, you're not going to get that credit. You can't claim it. Or, or let's say, yep. you know, for the whole year, you only got unemployment, for example. You got unemployment during the year, but you didn't work. You're not going to get the credit because unemployment is not earned income. So the income that you have, I mean, you have to have work during the year, but you didn't make enough money during the year. So that's when the government comes in and says that, you know what, let's give you some money because, you know, you work, you didn't make enough money, and you have these kids you have to take care of, we're going to give you, we're going to give you uh, uh, some money. So which is, it's pretty much free money. So like I said, the most you could get this year is if you have three or more kids, it's six seven at six thousand seven hundred and twenty eight dollars, and then on top of that, let's say for example your kids are under are under sixteen, so you can get an extra two thousand dollars for each kid that is under sixteen. So which is another credit that's called the child tax credit. You know, so those are like free money that the government really gives you. You know, so 
And you can even get it if you don't have any kids. You can, you can get the income tax credit if you, are, if you don't have any kids or any dependents. Which is uh, this year it's about five hundred and forty-three dollars you can get. If you have one uh, uh, one uh, qualifying child, uh, the maximum you can get this year is three thousand six hundred and eighteen dollars. If you have two qualifying child uh, children, you can get five thousand eight ninety, and three or more is six seven is six thousand seven hundred and twenty-eight dollars. So that's the cap, right? I guess. Yeah. So that's yeah. that that's the cap, you know. So that's why sometimes, I mean, when, when you're in the business that, that I have, sometimes you hear people say that, oh, uh, I cannot, I, I should not be able, able to claim, I'm not going to claim more than, let's say somebody has five children, for example, they say, oh, I'm only going to be claiming three, I'm going to have somebody else follow the other three. <laughs> they know that, you know, more than five, you don't get the same. If you have more than five, it's pretty much uh, you have three children, you know, you get the same exact amount of money, you know, that, that you could get. Mm-hmm. So, I think the other important thing is, is that how you qualify for that. You know, what exactly your income should be to qualify for that. There's something, so it, it, it's going to be based on your filing status, meaning what your filing status is, is, is that are you, if you don't have any kids at all, are you single, um, you're head of household, uh, you, you're married, filing with your husband, so it's going to be based on your filing status. And then what is something that you, the IRS calls your adjusted growth income. So it, it, it's something that they can, they're going to come up with. You have just a gross income. We don't have, we don't really have to get into how you come up with your adjusted gross income. But when you're filing your return, that's something they would come up to. You know? So let's say if you don't have any kids, and then your adjusted gross income is below $15,980 for this year, you're going to qualify for that $543. Let's say you only have one kid, and your adjusted gross income is, is below $42,158. So you would qualify for the earned income tax credit. So, and 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 and, and, and so forth and so on. Really. So it's based on again your filing status. Are you ahead of household? Are you single? Are you are you a widow, for example? Or are you filing? Are you married and you guys are filing together? So that's how they come up with with your with what that income should be. And based on that, that's how they're gonna tell you to qualify for the credit or not, and then, and then, and then, and then for you and what amount you're gonna be getting. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you are listening to my interview with the tax expert Claude Schuber on the Cuddy Show. Uh, stay tuned to learn about uh, the tax breaks and more in our next episode coming out soon. This is, this is, this is, this is the good show.